Welcome to another episode of Quick Spin presented by AutoWeek, the podcast where we dive into the essence of the automobile. Today we're joined by Mark Vaughn from the seat of a Lamborghini Huracan. You can take a look at the car over on our Instagram page right now. That's at AutoWeek USA for those that aren't following us. If you aren't, uh, make sure to click that follow button. While you're there, uh, drop us a comment. Let us know what you want to hear in the future. But before you do that, make sure to head over to Eiffel Podcast or wherever you listen to this bad boy and make sure to drop us a review. Give us that five stars. Even before that, we have to pay the bills. Introducing RT, a new collector's edition magazine for the automotive enthusiast that delivers immersive stories, striking visuals, and deep dives on new cars and future classics. Plus, you're invited to join the RT Track Club, where you'll be granted access to exclusive events, virtual experiences, perks, promotions, automotive adventures around the world, and much more. To join the club and live the drive, visit rodentrack.com forward slash join. That's R O A D A N D T R A C K dot com forward slash j-o-i-n but now to the car mark tell me about this lamborghini this was uh this was a nice one this is actually it's the least expensive lamborghini and it at the same time is the most fun to drive uh this one stickers come on down to the dealership now and if you have two hundred eight thousand five hundred seventy one dollars you can buy in theory the bare bones stripper Lamborghini Huracan Evo rear-wheel drive. And I, ha- I have to clarify this really fast. This show is in no way related to Vaughn's Lamborghinis, located in uh, Del Mar, California. Jeez, if I had land in Del Mar, do you think I'd be on this show? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, the um, the way that I had it set up, you know, uh, stickered for 276000 So Actually, you probably want to go down there with 276 if if you're planning to buy one of these. But it's it's if you're gonna get a, an Uricon. Now, I have said before that I am kind of spoiled in that I get to drive a lot of cars that would compete in this class. So the Ferrari F8 Tributo, uh, every McLaren ever made, uh, Porsche Turbo, uh, things like that. So I, I kind of have I come into it with sort not. Not that I just like I, I I have some experience with a lot of these cars. Well, you've driven the competitive set. Yes, I've driven the competitive set. By golly, and I I love the competitive set too. I I love all cars basically. But this one, if you're going to buy a Lamborghini and you like driving fun sporty cars, this is the model of Lamborghini to get because everything else in the lineup now has um, all wheel drive. It's got they, they have so much power that they don't know what to do with it, so they have to distribute it to all four wheels. This thing just goes to the rear wheels, and not only does it just go to the rear wheels, they have sort of recalibrated what they call the Performance Traction Control System, or PTCS, as they have cleverly uh, limited it to. And that uh, that system, in, in kind of the same way that the Ferrari, the new Ferrari F8, has a sort of thing like that. The idea is that it allows the rear end to move around uh, a little bit more, and so you have a little bit of fun. It's not quite net. Now, I don't know how far you can slide it out because I did not have a track or a skid pad or anything like that. I was on a, uh, a narrow two-lane mountain road, which is not the place you want to find out if the car will catch itself before it spins out and slides off the edge of the road or not. So I was only pushing it so far, but it does it does move around. Now, when I got to drive the Ferrari at uh, Maranello, at uh, Fiorano, uh, it was on a track, and so I was able to, you know, drift like uh, 
Fast and Furious almost around that track. And it was it was very well done, very well engineered, and I really enjoyed it. And I, you know, I got to think uh, Lamborghini's not that far away from Maranello, so maybe they, you know, maybe there's some cross pollination. Maybe it performs like that. But it it is kind of fun to slide the thing around a little bit on a uh, on a twisty mountain road. Now you're getting you're not just getting you know any old thing here. This is a uh, a V10 engine 5.2 liter v10 makes 610 horsepower 413 pound feet of torque that is i think that's adequate i'm not going to complain about 610 of anything i think that's more than more than you need and the whole thing weighs uh you know i could never figure out exactly what they're talking about as far as weight there's sae curb weight which is one thing which has gas and oil and everything a lot of times italian manufacturers publish the dry weight i think this is uh, their weight, uh, I think this is a wet weight. It's 3,062 pounds. So that is a lot of uh, uh, power to push around what is essentially a fairly lightweight car. And and it's a blast. And uh, I don't know why they haven't given you one in Detroit for a long-term car. Well, again, we talked about that off air. I have an extensive record of uh, hitting things with things. None of which are cars, <laughs> though. So I don't know. Uh, but, Mark, I yes. think... This is a quick spin, and I, being your boss, told you to yes. go record yourself walking around and investigating this car in the first person, and you kind of fire it up. So we'll hear that right now. Okay, so I now, somehow, Lamborghini was uh, reckless and irresponsible enough to give me uh, an Uricon Evo rear-wheel drive, um, and... Uh, I can tell you from the outside, man, that thing looks like when I when I started at Auto Week, I described my first Lamborghini as being a uh, wide, flat scream, and the editors uh, rightfully took that out. But I think that same uh, same look applies. This one's got this crazy matte finish, blue paint on the outside, and orange trim on the inside. So it's blue, orange, and black. I don't know what country. Uh, has those colors, but uh, they've got to have some great autobahns. I'm thinking. So uh, let's let's uh, flip the little number up here. Well, first let me tell you what this has in it. This, of course, is the V10, but instead of going to all four wheels, uh, the V10 in this car goes just to the rear wheels. So obviously your lap time at a racetrack is going to be faster in an all-wheel drive car because you can pull out of the corners more efficiently. But with this, you can have more fun. So it's like the difference uh, between the Bugatti uh, 300 Plus and the Bugatti Pure Sport. This one is closer to the Pure Sport. This is more for fun than uh, absolute uh, lap time performance. It's got the V10 makes 610 horsepower, 413 pound-feet of torque. The whole car weighs 3,062 pounds, but I'm not entirely certain that that isn't the dry weight. Uh, the uh, Lamborghini guys, the Ducati guys, a lot of the European supercar makers give dry weight, which is not doesn't you know represent anything in the real world. So anyway, let's uh, let's start this sucker up. See what happens. You have to flip up a little cover for the start-stop button so that you can pretend you're some kind of race car driver. I don't know. So uh, the uh, V10 is right behind your head and is making a whole bunch of noise. Well, not very much noise here, but uh, I had it up earlier 
today and yesterday on Angeles Crest Highway, and I was doing what the kids call hammering on it, and it was uh, responding quite well. Okay. It's got a backup camera, so you can get out of here without... It also, like all cars nowadays, comes with uh, a system of uh, irritating beeping noises, which, you know, someday I'm going to become emperor and eliminate all of those from all cars. But not yet. Mark, 610 horsepowers? That's right. No, horsepower, singular. Oh, just one, a, a single horsepower? That's a very strong horse. Now, horse. what you don't talk about on this and what I'm curious is how comfortable is the interior? Like we we know it's a it's a the it's a it's a brute and it's a fun car, but if I'm paying over two hundred grand, I want some sense of comfort or luxury. Well, it's 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 fine. It's perfectly fine. You're not going to be uncomfortable in this. It's not like a Countach or a Diablo where uh, not only can you not see out of it, but uh, you desperately want to leave it. Uh, th- you know, it's it's perfectly adequate now. I, again, I I think if you're if you're looking for comfort, certainly comfort in this class, certainly the Porsche Turbo is a, a comfortable car. The Ferrari F8 is is comfortable. Um, the McLaren is not comfortable. So it's the Lamborghini is more comfortable than the McLaren. I would say the McLaren's more of like a brute, uh, a race car. It's uh, not as uh, it doesn't molly coddle you if I can use a multi-syllable word. Uh, the way that some of the others do. The McLarens, uh, so, yeah, it, the McLarens I've driven have all been pretty Spartan on the inside, which is good. Yeah, they're Spartan, and uh, but they, they, boy, they have a great connection. Oh yeah, road. yeah, yeah. This does too. You know, it's it's a it's basically a sports car, but it it comes it doesn't come from a heritage of sports cars. It comes from a long line of cars that were basically mounting points for very large engines. So the idea with a Lamborghini is to look spectaculoso and go very fast in a straight line and have a, a beautiful sound out of the engine. It was only with really with the development of the Uracan that Lamborghini said, hey, why not make a car that can go left and right and drive and steer? And uh, the Uracan in that regard is so much better than the Gallardo that came before it. So they are they are on their way, and I you know we have to applaud them and we have to encourage them. We don't want to discourage them. They are they're doing a great job at making progress toward the goal of becoming a sporty sports car. Uh, so, but but right now when you drive it, I, I took it on my favorite mountain road and I was I was really hammering it, you know, pushing it as hard as I could. And the feel is not the same as you would get in, in any of the McLarens or the Porsche Turbo. It's uh, it's a little uh, I don't know. It's not fully sorted out in the same way that those. But it is on the way. And, uh, you know, if you want to get a Lamborghini, uh, they are beautiful cars and they sound wonderful and they go great in a straight line and they even go pretty good in a curve. So and speaking of just that, uh, we're going to jump. You're, you're so good at segues. I can't even get a word in. We're going to jump to you driving the car right now. Okay, so there are two different shift modes, manual and automatic, obviously. 
And uh, here I'm just around town, so I'm going an automatic, seven-speed dual-clutch transmission. Um, no real complaints about that. It's very fast shifting as you go up on your favorite twisty mountain road. But uh, around town, it's it's not bad. It wouldn't be my first choice, but this has to handle, what, 610 horsepower and 400-something pound-feet of torque. So it has to be a very robust transmission, and it's difficult to make something that strong that is also delicate. Uh, but... Um, yeah, so you can uh, upshift, downshift manually whenever you want to. Um, or you can just go back to, it goes back to uh, automatic pretty directly. Um, earlier today, when I had it up on Angeles Crest Highway, I was, I was, like I say, I was really driving it hard just to see how it would behave. And um, for being the uh, Uracan that is supposed to be more fun, uh, it, it, yes, it was more fun, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally spoiled, okay? I'm very familiar with Ferrari products. You know, the F8 Tributo, the 488, uh, those cars. And uh, also with all of the McLaren products. So uh, the cars that this competes with directly, those two, Ferrari and McLaren, are actually much better, uh, much more fun to drive, and much more precise, particularly in the steering, but also in the power delivery, and just the way it handles. Uh, so I, you know, I, I gotta give Lamborghini credit because the Uracan is such an advance over the Gallardo and whatever came before that, you know. Uh, it's, uh, it's an actual sports car now and you can feel happy and comfortable and justified in owning this car. But at the same time, if you're gonna spend what amounts to, I mean, once you're over 200 grand, Who's going to quibble about 50 or 75 or 100 more grand as to which one costs more? You're not. You're looking at it from a different spectrum, uh, from a different point of view. And I would say, why not get uh, you know a McLaren if you want a, a bang away race car feel, or a Ferrari if you want something that is comfortable and livable and can still be a blast in the mountains. So I know that that is not even a first world problem. That's like a one, that's like a Beverly Hills problem. So if you live in Beverly Hills, there's your solution. Is there a young person in your life who's really into cars? Is there a young person in your life who you want to really be into cars? Give them the gift of RNT Crew, the ultimate magazine and subscription box for car-loving kids from road and track. Perfect for ages 6 and up. Each box includes cool accessories, fun activities, and a magazine chock full of facts, stories, games, and more. Just head to rtcrew.com to sign them up. That's rtcrew.com. Now, Mark, that's a bit of a hot take express right there. The McLaren and the Ferrari are both better than this Lamborghini? Uh, if you like driving uh, sports cars fast on great roads, yes, they are. But, again, I don't want to discourage Lamborghini from continuing in this progression of uh, 40 direction that they seem to be headed because uh, they're doing well. Every Everyone gets better and better. This is the sportiest Lamborghini uh, so far. Uh, the most fun to drive so far. They've you, just got to. Uh, you like it? You on. like it more than the Aventador to drive? Oh yeah, the Aventador is very large and very heavy, and it's it's terrifying. Um, but this one, you know, it has uh, Lamborghini dynamic steering, which I would work on that. Uh, 
Yeah, there are three driving modes. Um, uh, the uh, anima, which is adaptive network intelligent management. And anima in Italian, of course, means soul, which is kind of funny. So I was the sole driver in this thing. You, it's a switch on the uh, steering wheel, and uh, you have a, a strada for street, a sport for sport, and corsa for racetrack. And of those, the one that if you want to have fun, the, the sport one allows you to slide more. So you can do your Tokyo drift uh, in sport mode. If you switch down to Corsa, it cranks everything down and you are suddenly, um, you know, going as fast as it will let you drive, I think. But they're all they all, I think, stop you before you, you know, spin out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's um but I, I keep I keep saying I want to applaud uh, Lamborghini for for their efforts and and they would get most improved if we we're handing out trophies. That I still hang on my third grade most improved football player uh, signed football. It was good 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 times. How'd good you times. do? Uh, I, I was well. I was an offensive lineman in third grade. Uh, offensive lineman. Yeah, as a guard. I was a big boy. Wow. Wow. And then the next year I moved on to tailback and middle linebacker, and that's where my football career stayed. Uh, not to, not to talk too much about the, the glory days, but, uh, on a quick spin, we try to get to the essence of the automobile and you kind of touched on Lamborghini's pedigree, not so much as like a sports car, but as a, a stylish excuse of putting a big engine in a car, which, Hey, I'm not going to fault anybody for doing that. That's how I operate on the daily. Uh, and the, her, the Huracan is kind of changing that where in the paradigm of Lamborghini does the Huracan fall, and what? Why does it exist? The Huracan is not only, as I said, the cheapest car you can get from Lamborghini, but it is the sportiest. So it's the most fun to drive of any of them. If you want to go through curvy uh, roads, you just want to go straight. If you want to drive back and forth in uh, in Miami, uh, what's that street with all the beautiful Art Deco uh, South Beach? Then you can. Uh, this is you can do that too. But uh, the Huracan the, uh, Evo rear-wheel drive really takes Lamborghini in the right direction, I think. And I'm looking forward to where they continue to go. I think uh, Signor Regioni, uh, everybody's favorite chief engineer, is uh, capable of doing that. And he's going to come up with some great things, I think, in the near future. I couldn't have said it better myself. And with that, I think that's a good time to end it. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to head over to the Apple Podcast Store, drop us a five star, and leave a nice note. Let me know that you care. But most and go to autoweek.com and click on all my stories several times. Go to autoweek.com. Don't forget to click on Mark Vaughn. He is a a big patron of the arts, and by the arts, I mean this podcast. But don't forget to tell a friend, and please tune in next week. <laughs>